morning, Goldendale, and hello to all of my fellow liberty-loving Americans all across the fruited plains from sea to shining sea. This is the host who loves you the most, Luke Throop, here on another thought-provoking, thrilling Thursday, Torch Report 238. Today, we'll be talking about the crucible of change, taking just a passing glance at all the political corruption that is plaguing the nation and uh, ranting about the fools who enable it all to happen. Friends, I just want the facts. Just give me the facts, Jack. You know, while most of the media is still out there rolling on the floor, pissing all over themselves, either in exaltation or a lamentation, depending on their party preference, there are still some people out there trying to help Americans understand what really happened this midterm election. But those those who are brave enough to call it like it is are too few and far between. Friends, let me just be clear and cut to the chase here. This was not, I repeat, it was not a free and fair election, period. It was an election that once again denied the will of the American people through the collusion of big government and big tech. Again, you know, the entrenched political establishment deployed algorithmic censorship while rhinos worked with progressives to shore up the two-party system again. And oh yeah, let's not forget the ample examples of outright fraud again that plagued another round of elections. Friends, it's a small selection, a smattering of headlines here for your perusal, but I'll read through it. It worked once. Why not twice? Here are five ways Democrats are cheating and stealing the 2022 election like they did in 2020. Another article, unexplained ballot drop in Georgia Senate race likely prevented Herschel Walker from winning the race outright. Another article, the drop and roll hit GOP Representative Lauren Bobert too. Two big drops put Dems ahead in the race. Another article, crooks. Nevada election officials say counting will stretch into next week in the U.S. Senate race, which, by the way, is, you know, that uh, the tipping point for the taking over control of the ho- power in Congress. You know, breaking news, unexplained ballot drops occurred in the Minnesota governor's race. Illicit drop and roll gave Democrats the win. And another article, they did it again. Da-da-da. Two massive unexplained ballot drops gave Gretchen Whitmer the lead in Michigan. They ran the good old drop and roll in Michigan last night. Friends, one more article here. It says, well, that's odd. The election map of New York appears to show the exact same vote counts for all the red counties. How is that possible? What a statistical anomaly. It's a miracle. The Democrats are amazing. And they were right when they said it was just going to be a big red mirage. It only looked like there was a lot of American support to reject the uh, absolutely ridiculous liberal progressive agenda. Friends. That's a lot of Russian misinformation. Don't don't get me wrong. I'm sorry if I confused anybody by putting a bunch of links out that talked about all this Russian disinformation. But for my more visual friends, they say a picture can be worth a thousand words. Friends, if you're listening to this podcast on Apple or Google or Spotify or whatever, you're not getting all the good stuff. You got to go to the torchreport.com to see all the details in the article there. Today, there is a nice picture that's worth a thousand words that shows the big blue bump. Look at that. Oh, man, the Democrats are losing. The Republicans are winning. Oh, nope, nope. 
boom, all of a sudden, you know, there's this massive spike <laughs> ballot drop. You know, hey, they just pulled the suitcase out from underneath the table. I mean, that's what they caught on camera. Uh, I, I don't know if that happened in this particular case, but never mind that. All those freshly printed uh, ballots that, that they've never been folded and they only got one dot. They just feed through the machines really slick. And so all of a sudden, boom, all, you know, that's how it happens. We'll just feed all these ones in there. Look at the Dems. They're blue. It's a big blue wave. So there you have it, friends. Republicans failed to produce a big red wave because Republicans are, well, <laughs> Republicans, right? So with uh, with all due respect for my Republican friends, for my Republican family members, for the strong Republican candidates who had my support and earned my vote this election cycle, with present company excluded friends, please allow me to excoriate the National Republican Party. I often say I am a fiscally conservative, socially conscious, politically independent thinker with the libertarian bent, and what that means is I'm an opinionated beep, but what uh, I want to get at here. I just want to raise a few questions. Are these not the same bastards who have spent years talking about a balanced budget while simultaneously voting to destroy the value of the dollar to inflate away our paychecks and burden our children with an incomprehensible amount of debt by printing massive amounts of money for progressive pet projects all around the world? Is this not the same Republican Party that's done that? Okay, a little clip there, the new national debt. Did you know that every child in this country whether they're even old enough to crawl, has $93,000 worth of taxes, back taxes, oh, just to cover the national debt. Did you know that, friends? Are these damn deceitful Republicans, are these not the same deceitful lying shysters who promised over and over and over again that they were going to repeal and replace the abomination known as Obamacare? They said they were going to do it. They had the House. They had the Senate. We voted them in on the big red wave. They even had President Trump to lead them through the process. But guess what? Not a damn thing was done. Right? What about, you know, what has the national Republican leadership done to secure the border, to keep our communities safe, to make sure our elections are secure? What have they done to hold our corrupt, hold the corrupt politicians, the people who have openly violated their oaths of office, lied through their damn teeth and sworn testimony, flagrantly ignored the law of the land with felonious disregard? What have the Republicans done to keep these crooks accountable? Not a damn thing. Friends, if I were to start listing off all of the times we the people have been blatantly betrayed and stabbed in the back by the Republican Party, I would be here all week and I would be spitting mad before I was done, which would not be a good use of energy. So please uh, forgive me. Instead, suffice it to say. The American people have once again been shafted by the political establishment, with Republican leadership being just as guilty and complicit in the process as the damn Democrats. The state of elections in our country is shameful and embarrassing, and the majority, you know, the fact that the majority of the population is simply accepting accepting this despicable display of raw political corruption is flat out disturbing. Ah! You know, it's like what the. Ah, and then I have to remember, friends, the 
prescient words of Mark Twain, you know, it's easier to fool people than to convince them they have been fooled. Our country is being destroyed by a bunch of damn fools. Fools who vote. Fools who don't vote. Fools who think that they're running the show. Just a bunch of damn fools. On and on and on, friends. Okay, I am done ranting now. Let's get back to work. Thank you for bearing with me. <laughs> you know, I just had to let that out. You know, every once in a while, you have to have the uh, the emotional release. It's a cathartic emotional release. That way we can move beyond the emotion to the logic of problem solving. What's going on? We've got to fix this mess. But where do we start? What are we up against? Friends, first, we've got to understand the problem, the big picture problem. And this little picture here, again, another picture put into the article uh, helps to put things in per perspective. It's how it works is at the type of the image there, how election officials and government actors coordinate with platforms to silence speech. Now, this is a very uh, complicated, you know, all these lines connecting here, here, all these major players, all these major organizations, all these major uh, federal agencies, etc. The chart was created by Dr. Shiva Ayadurai. I'm not sure if I pronounce this. Dr. Shiva. You know, he is the real life genius who invented email. I think he was like 14 years old. Okay, he uh, he was making a lawsuit against U.S. government for censoring political speech. He was a Senate uh, candidate, and of course, they don't want this guy in there because he's wicked smart and really uh, completely disrespectful to the political establishment. He doesn't give a rat's ass about the two-party system. He cares about solving problems, and he's a smart enough guy to do it, and he realizes that the biggest problem that we're facing are these corrupt politicians that are standing in the way of the will of we the people, etc. So I'm glad this guy is on our side because as his graphic demonstrates, we are facing a very complex mess. Now, with that in mind, I think it's it's good to just kind of be real, right? We got to just set it out there on the table. We're all kind of licking our wounds. We're all dealing with the emotional upheaval, you know, the 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 nervous excitement that was heightened suggestibility and and uh, these patterns and cycles. By the way, I, I got to tell you one thing, a little story here. Uh, when I was in the army, I was in, I was stationed in Hawaii right when the Twin Towers, 9-11, uh, boom, you know, and so I get a phone call, got to get the base, got to get the base, everybody line up, blah, 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 you know, and I mean, it was a major deal. Our country was under attack and we did, we patrolled the perimeter of the entire base, you know, eye to eye contact, cock lock and ready to rock, you know, we got to, you know, we don't know what's going to happen next because if the terrorists are, are smart enough to coordinate, you know, stealing airplanes and flying them into the, the twin towers and, and then the Pentagon and, and all that kind of stuff, then, then certainly that's not the end of their game, right? They like, this is serious. We're going to war. And it was, that was a whole uh, it, it, the environment, the emotion is like, oh my gosh, what's going to happen next? Waiting for the next shoe to drop. And that went on and on. It got drug out. And of course, as we know, as now history tells, you know, it didn't uh, come out. It didn't play out like that. Like they didn't have a whole nother slew of uh, attacks lined up or anything like that. But for those weeks there after the initial attacks, that shock and awe, I mean, it was, it was, it was the real deal. Everything felt like, you know, pins and needles, uh, any moment, you know, that was it. Somebody, you know, somebody's going to jump out of the bushes, you know, Charlie's in the bushes. Ah, you know, uh, in that case, it wasn't the, uh, the, the Vietnamese commies. It was the radical, uh, Islamic terrorists at any rate, friends, that, uh, 
it didn't come to pass. But I was thinking about how that sense of emotion, the anticipation, the nervousness, the excitement, all that, that's the same set of emotion that's being used now. And as we've talked about the, the manipulation of the public mindset, uh, you know, the, the way that they form uh, psychosis in the public psyche, you know, by by stimulating these particular emotions. That's what we're going through right now. And, you know, as a human being, we're also subject or susceptible to that. When we can see it in the mind's eye or we are aware of it, then we can, uh, that that provides a degree of resistance. Um, more on that later. I got to come back to what I got uh, to talk about here today, just kind of being real. The fact is, you know, you share that little chart there. Maybe you take a look at it. Maybe you don't. Maybe you study it. Maybe you don't. But most Americans will never see that chart. Most people won't question the outcome of this election. Most people will never realize that they are being manipulated. And since most people will never wake up to the fact that they are being systematically assimilated into a global socialist surveillance state, the odds are against us. That's just the facts, okay? We got to face that. Uh, and then the third thing I want to point out here, just you know, we the people, we are in fact hackable animals. We are in fact being hacked. They're not wrong when they say that. They're wrong when they say that we don't have a mysterious soul because we are ultimately spiritual creatures capable of exercising the power of choice, of coordinating our efforts and collaborating toward common goals. That's the best part of our humanity. Our shared humanity is both our greatest strength and our greatest weakness. As a whole, our humanity is both the greatest problem and the greatest solution. Thus, by the very virtue of being human, we simultaneously hold the keys to building a brighter future as well as the means to ensure our mutual destruction. That is, in a nutshell, life. <laughs> and life is a little bit messy, you know. But let's not forget that we're all people, right? Politicians are people. Governments are people. Globalists are people. They eat, they sleep, they breathe and bleed just like the rest of us. They are not an unbeatable foe. Even though they may be corrupt, even though they may have the power, it may appear that they've got the, they've got the elections in the bag and all that, they're still human. They're not an unbeatable foe. But they do have the power. They do have the money, the resources, the strategies, and the pay players in place to continue trouncing us in every election from here on out unless something major changes. And as I was thinking about that, you know, this need for major change, I thought, you know what the good news is? Change is always underway. Change is coming. Change is here. You know, change is inevitable. It is unstoppable. It is interminable. It change is powerful. All of the orchestrated chaos that has been sweeping around the globe. Think about what's going on in Brazil right now. Think about people rioting all around the globe. That's not by accident. This chaos, this orchestrated chaos, attests to the fact that powerful forces are instigating change in order to upend society and seize control. And as we've talked about, you know, this is straight out of – these are commie tactics, right out of the Communist Manifesto to destroy all aspects of existing society um, by using you know, language with a twisted you know, higher meaning and all that kind of stuff. But those, those who are pulling 
the strings and orchestrating this chaos have mastered the art of manipulation, and they've wormed their way into the minds of the minions who invariably, invariably inhabit every community across the country, all around the globe. You know, the, because humans are susceptible to being deceived. Right. You know, they figured out how to manipulate the mindset, how to how to manipulate the masses. And they've got the, the, the insidious lies, the infectious hive mind, the mental disease of progressive mentality. It is in the minds of people who are in our communities. And we have to deal with that. From the top down, the elites have changed the mind of the masses. They've changed the way that people think. They've programmed the public to forfeit their freedom for the illusions of safety, security, peace, and stability. It's for democracy. You know, They have conditioned the masses to accept being treated like slaves, to accept being tested and tracked like lab rats. You know, They take your money. They tell you what to do. They tell you what you can and cannot say. They tell you where you can and cannot go, whether you can and cannot get together with your family for the holidays. You know, They threaten you and they punish you if you do not comply. But alas, friends, I digress because this is nothing new. Now, the AI, the sentinel surveillance, the algorithmic social interventions, these are new. The forced genetic therapies are new. The unlimited authority of government to control every aspect of our lives, at least the assumption that that authority exists, is new, at least in America. And the question is, are we going to accept these changes? Are we going to just go along with it? Is this the new normal? Is this okay? Hell no. Of course, it's a rhetorical question. But friends, I want to say out loud, resistance is the spice of life. Because we are free and independent human beings, because with every breath and heartbeat, we have the power of choice. We can choose to use change. We can choose to resist and resist. We must because resistance is the spice of life. That is what brings balance to power. When people say, you know what? Piss off. I'm going to do things my way. Resistance is a spice of life and people are waking up. More and more, the peasants are tired of being mistreated, tired of the pain at the pump, tired of the bare shelves, tired of the rigged elections. And while the media continues to milk this election cycle for all it's worth, friends, please do not forget that we are in the midst of an incredible transition and that pain is all part of the plan. Understand that they've already got their sights set on stealing the 2024 election, and we're facing a very bumpy stretch of road between now and then. Friends, just one more thing I want to remind you here. The commies are taking over the world! <laughs> I had to say it. This time, they're dressed up as Republicans, so patriots take note. Uh, that is, in fact, yes, I'm a kid. I said, uh, my family come home, and my kids said, Dad, I said, did you guys listen to the podcast? Yeah, Dad, I think you say the commies are taking over the world too much. People might think you're strange. <laughs> I said, well, if they think I'm strange, I think uh, that's okay. Because we can all use a little strange sometimes. <laughs> so I well, one of my philosophy professors said. Anyway, friends, the message on my heart for today. Resistance is the spice of life. So spread the word. Resist we must. Friends, if you're enjoying this podcast, please do me the great honor of clicking that little heart and giving me some love. Subscribe if you have not subscribed already. And above all else, please share this podcast with everyone you know. Get out there and embrace this thrilling Thursday, friends, and I will look forward to talking to you again soon.